0: in an urban area my mother-in-law was going to buy me a coat it's i'm not going to go into details how i ended up buying the coat but i she took me to the store and i'm going to buy a coat she says i want to get you a card heart they're real popular went down and and where she took me this one little store it was really kind of scary had bars on the windows and i don't think she realized where she was at you know and and (laughs) there was card hearts out there yeah and boots it was popular kind of they had to move down the street gang members wearing card hearts and boots and stuff so so what do you know urban uh, uh, rural america has had an effect on urban america how about that yeah 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 <laughs> but thank god that you know when we read that verse of scripture we think you know um man that's really that's a pretty heavy requirements there with all your loving God with all your your heart, all your soul, your strength, your mind, but if you know the Lord like the Lord wants you to know him, it's not hard at all. It's not hard at all being all in with Christ because you know what kind of love he brings, what it's all about. So it's not a hard thing. It seems hard, but it's not once you get in that relationship with him and what he brings in that relationship is man it's just joy unspeakable and it's full of glory Muhammad Ali the famous boxer he declared himself as Mr. Invincible and if you don't know who he is you can do a search on him believe me there's lots of video on him lots of him talking and he was a showman, but he would call he called himself Mr. Invincible. He got on a commercial flight, and the flight attendant noticed that he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. And she looked at him and said, Mr. Ali, please fasten your seatbelts. And he looked back at her and he smiled and he replied, Superman don't need no seatbelt. To which she looked back at him and replied, Superman don't need no airplane. Fasten your seatbelt. I want to tell you, nobody in this room is a Superman and no woman is Wonder Woman. We're all very vulnerable. We have weaknesses. If loving God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind is the combination of spiritual relationship that's required of us, you can guarantee that Satan will attack us in every one of those areas. Because he knows Jesus spoke it. This is the recipe for relationship and, and getting close to God and pleasing the Lord, so he will attack those areas. In Ephesians 4, 11 through 24... The Bible reads, I'm going to use some scripture this morning, but that's good for us. That's that's good for us, okay? Last Sunday, you might have had pancakes and syrup. Today, you're going to have some uh, raisin bran. (laughs) Because it's good. It's good for your system. The word of God is good. You know what I'm talking about. I won't go into detail, but you know what I'm talking about ain't so enjoyable, but it sure is so important. Ephesians 4 and 11, 11 through 24, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body... Joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share. See, this is why the church is together, the body of Christ. It's because we do our share. You are important. Please do not cross yourself out thinking I'm just a minute, unimportant part and member of the body. Every member of the body is necessary and is important. You say, well, I I just might be a toenail. Well, you you can get an ingrown toenail. You can get a hangnail, and before you know it, the entire body is acting up. Every part is important, and Paul is bringing that out, the importance. But let me move forward. That, every, that we're joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causing growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. In the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanliness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus that you put off concerning your former conduct. Put it off. And the the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness I love the opportunity that if we are to put off then we can put on or else we would be naked if we put off then we can put on and I'm so grateful that it's not something we gotta make we've gotta contrive we gotta work out and we gotta make it happen no God just says here's my righteousness just put it on. Put it on. That's all we have to do is put it on. Paul says, he says, not to be you know, tossed to and fro. Not to be in a, a boat that the wind is tossing it about and it can't seem to find direction and things are out of control. Not to be the one that is so influenced by the environment And the world around you. You haven't been born to be controlled by the world around you. You have been born again to be filled with the spirit. And to do the things of God. And to live in righteousness. Don't be tossed to and fro. And then verse 17 says. It mentions the futility of the mind. Talking about the Gentiles in the futility of the mind that they're living, in the futility of the mind, the futility of the mind in actual Greek, that uh, translates as vanity, emptiness, uh, purposelessness, ineffectiveness, instability. That's the fluidity of the mind. Then verse 18, he says, then there's the, Paul says and talks about the condition of the blindness of the heart. Blindness, that word blindness in the Greek speaks of a covering with a callous blindness. Now listen, you know who's writing Ephesians, don't you? Paul is writing Ephesians. You know who used to be Saul of Tarsus? And so he he says that the hardness of heart or the blindness or hardness, in another word for it is obtuseness. Obtuseness is defined as having having not quick in perception, feeling, or intellect, not sensitive or observant, or being dull. And many times I find, that Christians because they've not decided to be all in with Jesus and because they've allowed their minds to take in so much garbage and so much stuff that their their minds have troubles differentiating the will of God and the will of man that has a trouble defining the difference between our human feelings and what is divine leading of God And that so many times they're indecisive. Uh, The Bible says a double minded man is unstable and. What, what some know all of his ways. A double-minded man and God unstable in his marriage. He's unstable in his family. He's unstable in his finances. He's unstable in his ambitions. He's unstable in every area of his life that matters to him because he's double-minded. But I want you to know that God wants to take over you and God wants you to have what my grandsons call Mind control. Can I explain that to you? I mean, I learned from my grandsons trying to play with them. We've had dino hunts in the house, uh, dino hunts, and they just over the years. And even my youngest grandson, he, when he comes over, want to spend the night. Said, "Pat Paul, can we have a dino hunt?" Of course, Lincoln, he joins in with us, and but it's it's not as simple. You think a dinosaur reptile with sharp teeth it's something man you want to shoot that thing you want to destroy that thing but playing with my grandsons I don't know what they've seen maybe other cartoons and movies and and stuff like that we're in the middle of destroying raptors the raptors are coming I turn on the YouTube and it's amazing how science knows the sound of all these dinosaurs I don't know where they got it from but hey that's something yeah old recordings that's good but they, 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 I mean, a thousand dinosaurs, they know how they sound. Isn't that incredible? Got a piece of bone here, a ham shank here, and we know how he roars. That's really, you know, really, oh, I'm not going to go on that way. I'm, I'm getting a little sidetracked. But, but the fact is, is that well, I'm playing it so the effect. The roaring going on. We're out there. He, they got me weapons. We're going to shoot. We even put on the, the hats I have uh, that I, I can wear, and they want to wear those hats. and want to, you know, on a safari, going to hunt dinosaurs up going down the hallway in the house. The dining room table becomes this, our tent, and where we stay in safe place. But then all of a sudden, you know, we're playing. I'm thinking, now, I got, I got man, I got, a, I got a handle on this game. I know how to play. How, then all of a sudden, Grant just, he changes. He's real rough. He's a dinosaur he's going to kill. Then all of a sudden, he does these moves. Then all of a sudden, I said, what's going on? He says, I'm under mind control. I'm now a good raptor. I'm on your side. I'm going to run and you know help and, and rescue those other animals been hurt. And it's interesting. Then he's out there, he's playing it all of a sudden. He does a little jerk in here. What's happened? I'm no longer under mind control. I'm a raptor, and he charges me. I don't know. I don't know if I got a good one or a bad one, but it's just, you know. Now, I said all that really not to try to get a laugh, but you understand this that there is a mind control, and the devil would like to get a hold of your mind. You, like, get a hold of your mind through what you look at. That's right. like images over and over again. There you go. I'm telling you, sometimes, my friends, I think sometimes we better just put this thing on a shelf sometimes yes. and say enough is enough, It's it. Because, you know, I'm not against technology, but I'm telling you, I'm against all the, the lewdness that is on social media and all around the, the, the pictures, images, videos. is so just readily handy. And, and they want young people to see it. So they can get them under mind control. And, and really, somebody say amen to that. I'm not off base there. You know what I'm talking about. Parents, be careful. Be involved. Don't let your kids do anything in secret. As a matter of fact, if they're living in your house, there ain't nothing outside of going to the bathroom that's private. You hear me? Nothing. If they argue so, you just take the hinges off that bedroom door and take the door out and say, listen, you live in my house and ain't nothing you're going to do going to be contrary to God and I'm not going to let anything get your mind, get you under control. Oh, you say, oh, it's easy if you say 60-something years old, but I will tell you this, the sins, the tactics... The techniques of the enemy has never changed. God is the creator. Satan is a fallen angel. All he can do is mimic and copy. He can never create. So I'm telling you, techniques from the 70s in Barrington can work in 2000. Yeah, yeah, at least the principle of it. Yeah, right. Oh, I want my child to be a free thinker. They're not. They're not. They're not going to be. You're saying, you say, I want my child to be a free thinker. I'll tell you what you're doing. You're handing them over to think anything and receive anything. You need to shape and mold your children and be control of your home and say, I love you. And let me tell you, parents, it's not by you bossing, but it's by you leading you have your family devotions you pray together when you mess up dad and you get mad and lose your temper you apologize to your children you go and let them know that they can serve the Lord you come to church and worship God and let them mimic you while even while they're a baby and what will happen is they'll discover Jesus Christ at an early age and in relationship you take a stand and say as Joshua said as for me and my house uh, we're gonna serve the Lord now that's more than taking command of your four corners or whatever your house is your household is your children, your family your legacy, what God's given you, take a stand declare the word of the Lord live the word of God and parents you get under mind control of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit and he will lead and guide you into all truth Ah, that wasn't on the notes, but it's in here. I'm just telling you because I see it. I've seen the generations. I've done this long enough. It scares me to death. It scares me to death. The casualness of something that involves eternity. You can't be casual over something that involves eternity. Because I intend to spend more time with my children than what I do on this planet. You know why? I intend on spending forever with them. And the way is the way of the cross in Jesus Christ. Jesus, do you see what God's offered you? He's offered you not a lifetime here on earth with your family. He's offering you opportunity to spend forever with your family. There'll be no end. Do you see the benefits of this thing? Hey, he's he's the creator of the family and he wants the family to stay together. All right. I don't Usually on Wednesday nights I teach a continuance on Sunday and I think this is going to be a continuance. Let's go to the word of God. Let me tell you as in verse 23 of what we read in verse 23. says be renewed in the spirit of. Renewed in the spirit of your mind. Other translations say. In the attitude of your mind. One person said. Your attitude will affect your altitude. You know what I'm talking about. Anything in this physical life. If you got a bad attitude. It's going to show them anything you try and do. You know. Yeah. My mama knew it. If I suddenly got a. Attitude. She suddenly say, "Uh huh, time for an attitude change, an attitude adjustment." God bless those loving touches of my mama. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, and I can say they were loving touches, cause she says I ain't gonna hand you over to the world and to Satan. I'm not going to hand them on. You are shepherds. And the little lambs that you have need you to lead them to the water and to the grass. Need you to protect them from the dangers that are around need to learn how to live and how to survive you've been given a gift you have been given a blessing you are able to see the future come to the greatest fulfillment in the lives of your lands know that i am your god that calls you to this assignment Not that you'll be helpless, but that you'll be filled with power from me. I never call unless I fill. I never call unless I empower. And I declare to you that if you'll claim your territory and your ground, and if you make up your mind to allow me to be the greatest influence in your life and your home, then you will see blessings and favor you will see my strength and my power and you will see my glory if you will believe in me believe in this that you have been called and in this assignment I give you power walk in your assignment Take heed to what is before you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. I've had parents say, well, it's a little late for me right now. Yeah, it is a little late for you, maybe in a traditional sense. Maybe where that they're not in your house anymore or They've started now to drift from you. In the traditional sense, yeah, you're preaching, you're ranting, you're yelling, it's not going to work. Correction will not be received. But they will melt when you melt. Dads, if you will go with burning, hot burning tears and say, I want you to serve Jesus. It's not too late. I'm praying for you. I love you. God loves you. Come back to the Lord. Moms, the influence you have over your sons and your daughters. Melt. Allow yourself to be broken. For you see the urgency of it. I am not bringing condemnation on you. I'm giving you a solution. Use the influence that you have and love them in the direction of Christ. Love them in the direction of Christ. Apologize to them if you failed them. And say, I have repented, I've turned to God, I'm sorry. I want you to serve the Lord and then from that moment on live passionately for Jesus. Live passionately for him, and they'll watch you. They'll watch you. They'll watch you, and they'll see transformation in action before they ever receive it themselves. I really feel heaven speaking here because I know some of you feel quite hopeless in this. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. It ain't over. You got time. You have opportunity. Use it. Use it. Use it. Even if you were the best parent in the world and you were faithful to God and they rebelled and ran away, they'll still, they'll still, if you remain consistent and in love of Christ, not religion, but relationship on fire burning why who oh. love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength with all your mind there you go there you go i don't i don't mean to get too heavy here but i know parents who have lost their children their children have passed away that day today would tell me say oh pastor if I just had that chance to beg a little bit and cry a little bit and reach out and ask for forgiveness, I'd do it now. I'd do it now so that they may make it in. And, you some, you know, when I look out in a crowd, I see reception and I see rejection. I'm seeing it right now. I'm seeing rejection. So you being cold and shut me off. That's all right. I'm just telling you, I'm just this overweight, you know, elderly preacher that's got to pour his heart out until the day I die, then I hopefully I can present something to Jesus that I love and I care for him. I'm telling you, receive this word. It will save your family. It will save your family. I've, I've taken a lot of time here. I wanted, if anything you'll remember, mind control. You'll remember mind control. Yeah. Now, if your kid's acting up, don't say what's happened here. Do we see some mind control going on here? You know, no. You know, that's not that's not what I mean. Okay. Let me see. Did I finish that scripture? No. I want to read Romans eight five through nine. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. Oh, my goodness. Even Donald Trump longs for the life and peace, and he'd be willing to pay billions for it. Because every man, though rich or poor, long for that longing of life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. The Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit. That we're in the realm of the Spirit. If we're born again Christians, and we're serving the Lord, and we love God, we're in the realm of the Spirit. But if you don't have God in your life, then you're in the realm of the flesh, and the flesh leads to death. And I don't want anyone to die that death. I don't want anyone to die that second death. So much Jesus felt that way, that's why he came. So no one would have to have to find and discover that second death. I just feel the Holy Spirit wanting me to tell you. And it's a word to everyone here, and somehow or another the message went to parents. The word word of the Lord tells you and says to you that his strength is able to overcome anything. Nothing can stand in the way of his spirit and that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Be encouraged in the Lord. Let God reign in your life and serve him and he will lift up and he will make a way when there doesn't seem to be a way. He is the way maker. He is the way maker. Believe that. He is. Say it out loud. You are the way maker. You are the way maker. Come on. Some of you really need to say it because you're holding back, but you really need to make this declaration coming from your heart, your spirit. You are the way maker. You are, Lord. You are the way maker. You are the way maker. You are the way maker. That through Jesus Christ, I have victory. Through Jesus Christ, I claim my family. I claim my children. The Lord strengthened me and overcome will overcome all my weaknesses, my failures. Remember, nobody's Superman in here. And nobody's Wonder Woman. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I'll tell you, <laughs> I might be as big as the Hulk, but I'm not a Hulk my son maybe but you know I don't have any superpowers but I have a power through the Holy Spirit through him not through me through the flesh but through him God can help you your words become penetrating words of love to your children God can move in you sanctify every room in the house and love the Lord and pray and seek God Feel the atmosphere with, with worship. Feel the atmosphere fear, with worship. Listen to gospel music, spiritual music, worship music. We're close to God. Pray. These things are not alien. These things are common. The Lord will strengthen you and help you. But are you in the realm of the flesh or in the realm of the spirit? If you're in sin, You're away from God. You're in the realm of death. You're in the realm of flesh. If you're in the spirit, then you have life and peace. Where are you today? Where are you today? The Lord's calling you. The Lord is calling you right now. I need for the saints to pray right now. I, I want everyone to just pray. Just start seeking the Lord, his presence. Lord, you just move. Move in this house. Touch hearts. Open myself, Lord. We invite your presence in this room right now, Lord. Holy Spirit, work and move. We turn things over to you, Lord. We turn things over to you. We turn things over to you. In Jesus' name, fill the atmosphere, Lord. Fill this room with your presence, oh God. Change lives and save souls this morning, God. We call back the backslider, oh Lord. We call back you, oh Lord. Would you just stand with me right now, my friends. Hallelujah, just keep praying, keep praying. Seek the Lord right now. This is the moment, this is the moment, Lord. You've set the screen, you've brought the scene, you've set music, you've set worship and play now, Lord. We invite your presence. Holy Spirit, speak to every heart. Every one of us, speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord, in Jesus' name jesus name now are you in the realm of the spirit or realm of death realm of the flesh if you're lost right now you know you're away from god i want you to raise your hand up real quick and let it down raise it up real quick come on god's speaking to you this reason why you're here just raise your hand up raise your hand up don't hesitate say i don't think i can do this well you're not supposed to it's god that redeems us and saves us we cannot save ourselves. We cannot forgive ourselves. It takes the Lord. Just raise your hand and say, yes, I need you, Lord. I need you. Now's the moment. Now's the time. Saints, just pray. Just pray. Pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We come before you right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Just raise your hand. Yeah. I need the Lord. I need the Lord. I need Christ in my life. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of getting nowhere. I'm tired of being bound. I want to be free. I want to be free. I need the Lord. I need the Lord. Right now, saints, pray. Pray. There's decisions being made right now. Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, just raise your hand. This is first step. Raise your hand. I'll tell you what, worship team, come on up here. Let's worship the Lord just for a moment. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah you don't think you can respond on your own turn to the person next to you your loved one and say i need some help i need some help i need some help I need some help in jesus name jesus name jesus name right now anyone anyone in the house raise your hand and say i need the lord i'm backslidden i'm away from god do you know why People, many times I've heard people say, Well, not very many people get saved in the church. Well, in my church, well, the problem is nobody's giving invitation, nobody's asking. Without salvations, why would we sing? We sing and rejoice because of God's work being done and the glory of the Lord being revealed. Hallelujah. Raise your hand You say, I need the Lord, I need the Lord. Just raise it up real quick and let it down. Anyone else? Anyone? Anyone in the house? Well, they're going to sing right now. And if you want to come forward, yeah, yeah. It's a bold thing. But the Lord will help you. He'll be with you. And remember, there aren't any supermans in here. There aren't any wonder womans. We all need Christ. We all need the Lord. We need Jesus. Yes, Lord. Wait a minute. Stop. Stop right there. Are you coming up on your own? You come on. That's a confession for you. I'm coming up on my own, Jesus. I'm coming up to you. Yeah. And it's great that you all help, but I'm just saying, this was something, honey, with you. God was speaking to you and you you're making this decision you're making this and the Lord has chosen you before you chose him <laughs> hallelujah anyone else anyone else I believe there, there's some others that need the Lord you're straight away from God the Lord is the answer he loves you he'll welcome you he won't deny you he wants to change your life He wants to transform you by the renewing of your mind. (laughs) Come on up. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Is there anyone else like to come on up and pray? Anyone else? Maybe the Lord's dealing with you. Get closer to Him. You'd like to move up closer to Him. Maybe you're a parent saying, you know, I need God's help, I need God to anoint me, I need God to move, then come on up and just pray, and just seek the Lord. Let this be your moment. Husband and wife, you can come up, mom and dad, Then God to give you, he'll touch you, he'll minister to you, and he'll lead you. Just come on, let's pray. Anyone else, just, I need some more saints around here praying. Why not? Look at all this room we got up here. Why don't you just come up and let's just worship the Lord. Let's just pray. Why don't you cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. He cares for you. Hallelujah. Everybody in here has got your your problems. You've got your situations. Why don't you just bring them to God. Bring them to the Lord. Begin to call out his name. Come forward. Come on up. There's lots of room on the side. If if you just want to pray, you want to seek the Lord, you can do so. Praise God. Praise God now. Holy spirit come rest on us. You're all we want. You're all we want. Holy